Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I wanted my mom's memories. And Jean absolutely refused me anything and everything. She would just cut me down. Can I ask you a question? That's not normally how sisters get along. So what was the problem between the two of you? This is the plaintiff, Jolene. She says she's suing her sister, the defendant, for money she stole along with a chair and lawnmower. That offended is nothing but a bully who purposely kept her from seeing their dying mother. And she's suing her for the state max of $10,000. This is the defendant, Jean Fransway. She says she took care of her and her sister's dying mother and did everything by the book and did not steal any money. The only reason her sister is suing her today is because she's run out of money. She's accused of theft. All parties, please raise your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. People's Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Marilyn Millian is now presiding. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. Okay. Ms. Jolene and Ms. Fansway, you folks are sisters, correct? Yes. So, Ms. Jolene, according to you, uh, you are out about $16,000. The statutory max in your state of Wisconsin is $10,000. Uh, tell me why you're suing your sister. My mom had a brain bleed on March 6th. Immediately, my older sister started going in her house, and she's started throwing things away, giving things away, uh, not allowing me in the house at all. And when my mom was in the hospital, she told only me that I could see her only every two hours for 10 minutes. Everybody else got to see her however they, long they wanted, but I was restricted. Did she tell you why? Uh, she said I had outrageous behavior, I guess you could say, but no, I didn't do anything wrong except be her sister. And so Jean just Right, but took why did you, everything. let me just ask you a question. I, I understand she's the older sister, but you're a grown woman. Like, how is it that she was able to mandate that? Did she have the power of attorney over her health or something? What's the deal there? Yes, house and financial, why my mom was alive. 
Okay, so did you, Ms. Fansway, did you have power of attorney over your mom in 2018 when the brain bleed happened? Yes, yes. Okay, so go on. So anyway, I would ask things, I would um, ask her questions, but she refused to give me any of my gifts even, and that's what I wanted was my mom, the things that she said I could have, and the things my mom gave me before she even died that I wasn't able to bring to my house because they needed two people in a trailer to bring it back. I wanted my mom's memories, and Jean absolutely refused me anything and everything. She would just cut me down. Can I ask you a question? That's not normally how sisters get along. So what was the problem between the two of you that predates the health problems of your mother? Did you guys just never get along or was there something that happened? As long as I can remember, she has not liked me and she has been mean to me. And I've never had an older sister that cared. Why are you laughing at your sister crying, Ms. Fansway? Why is that funny to you? Because she's the one who's antagonized me my whole life. All my life growing up, I've had to call my mother and tell her to please rein her daughter in because she would call me up and just start at me out of the blue for anything and everything. But, but so what was the problem? Along. We don't get along. Period. We never just have. Ever. We never will. I, Has no, there I ever been one big me. blowout? Has there ever been one big problem? Can you identify yes, what you think is the problem or no? Oh, there's been blowouts our whole life because she just won't leave me alone. By doing what? What does she do that doesn't leave you alone? She'll send me emails, 20, 30 of them sometimes a day. I threatened her with the police. What she would she say? She what would she say in the emails? What was she trying to get you to do that she would send 23 emails? Um, there are some things in the emails that I can't even say because they were so horrific and horrendous. Okay, now I'm asking you really, because that wasn't, I mean, that's the ancillary stuff. The stuff I'm really trying to get to is what was she getting you to do? Um, she wanted things that weren't hers. Like, for example, my rocking horse. I got that for my third birthday. So she asked for things she couldn't have. She sent me an email telling me that she would not give me one red damn dime for anything. And she would not accept the fact that the judge took her out of the picture because she would not allow anything to happen. She wouldn't agree on anything. Wait, hold on it's one second. Time. What do you mean? Stop, stop, stop. What do you mean the judge took her out of the picture? What are you referring to? He made me sole trustee so that I could get everything done because she wasn't agreeing to anything. So it took her out of all the decision-making so I could get everything done. Okay, because she was a she was named by your mother as a trustee on the house, right? Yes. And the house was in yes. a trust. Did the, so yes. it, it appears, Ms. Jolene, let me ask you a question. It, it appears that the judge removed you as trustee on the house. Why did that happen? I fell asleep. I wasn't able to get to court in time, so I couldn't present any of my evidence. They finished just when I got there, and I tried to approach the judge, you know, to get up close and tell him I wanted to hear, have him hear my case, and he said no, case closed, and they took me off of everything, and I did and the reason why I didn't sign How the late were you? How late were you? Is five minutes. Five minutes? About Is it true minutes. she was only five minutes late and the judge wouldn't reopen it? It was about 10 minutes. Wow, that's kind of intolerant. 
She was almost tased by the bailiff and escorted to her car by the bailiff out of the courthouse because of wait, her behavior. Wait, wait, why? She come running into the, the courtroom, screaming and hollering, no, 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 swinging her purse and a bag around. The bailiff asked her to stop and told her to stop. She would not stop. She rushed to the judge's bench, and she was escorted no, out not. by the bailiff to her car from the courthouse. I did not go up to the judge. I went up to the tables, and the the officer was standing at the table, so I tried to go around him so I could listen to the judge because I figured it was more important to hear what he was yeah, saying. You can't approach a judge. That's not going to... You can't walk in late to a hearing and then approach the judge. Like, you know, that's kind of... Um, so he removes you... Okay, let's get down to brass tacks here. He removes you as trustee on the house. She was always the executor on the estate. And then that means that she closes the estate. That means she sells the stuff. Now, she has to do it in accordance with how the will says. You say that there are things... What exactly... How do you get to $10,000? Can you tell me what exactly you're suing for? Well, there's items... Uh, okay, my, there was an auction, and I wanted to buy my items that my mom at least said I could have. Jean had the police take me off the property, so I get didn't get to buy anything. I did take pictures of things. I did look around at things, and there's items that I did not see. Jean gave away a lot of items. She refuses to admit it, but I know she did. So that's where some of the money's coming from. Um, my items, the gifts that my mom gave me, I wanted. Uh, when you say the gifts that your picture. mom gave you, what evidence do you have that your mom gave you those items as gifts? Because when we have these kind of disputes, we're going exactly by the paperwork. And in the paperwork, there is one item that your mother bequeathed to you in her will. The one item that she bequeathed solely to you is the wedding ring. Did you end up getting the wedding ring? I wear it. Okay, good. All right. And then everything else, she says, is to be sold and split between two out of the three sisters. Why did she X out your third sister? Because my younger sister owed my mom money, and for about 20-some-plus years, she did pay her back, would pay her in dribs and drabs. And there was things okay. that my younger sister did to my mom, and she just said no. Okay. Well, that's her money. She's entitled to decide how she wants to split it. Um, but I was just curious. All right. So let's talk about the auction, Ms. Fansway. According to her, she wanted to buy some of those things. You have the right to sell that stuff in order to pay off the debts of the estate and then split whatever proceeds are left over among the two people who are supposed to get it, which is you and your sister. Your sister, however, for sentimental reasons, wanted to attend the auction and go ahead and have an opportunity to buy some of that stuff. Why did you have her removed by the police? Because the auctioneer came up to me and told me that Jolene was going through boxes and removing things, and she was making comments to the people there that it was her mother's auctions, and she had to buy stuff, and they were afraid that she was going to upset and, and not have the auction be as productive as it could be, so she was removed. Do you have, well, let's talk about how productive the auction was, but also, do you have any proof of what you just said? Do you have an affidavit from the auctioneer saying that? No. All right, so now, how did the auction go? It went quite well. We sold the house and everything that same day. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about the house. I'm talking about the items in the auction, the physical items, you know, like the contents of the house. How did that go? You know, it was. I just went by what the sheets were. I didn't really pay attention to the auction. I was out in the front, and the auction was in the back. I just went by the sheets. That How I got did it go? Auctioneer. You're the executrix. All right, so if you're okay, the executor I of the estate, I'm asking you, how did it go? 
It was an auction. It went fine. It, it went off. That's how auctions go. How much money did you make? We made a total after all the bills were paid of two hundred and nine dollars and fifty five cents. Okay, the now that is all of your mother's belongings. And right. So the auction made seventeen hundred and somehow the expenses ended up being, according to you and the auctioneer, ended up being uh, $1,500, and then only $200 was made in the auction? How does that happen? Because there's a 20, you're in charge of this, you see? Yes, there's a 25% commission for the $377. The advertising was $403.62. The porta potties were $100.45, and their labor was 420 because they packed up the whole, everything. They went in and packed everything up. That's and got it ready to okay. go. So there is my sheet. I sent you that sheet. Were you giving stuff away at zero rather than letting your sister have stuff? I get, as far as the auction goes, I had no control over that. None at all? You know, I gave Tell me my what this is. Table before. Tell me what this what? is. What picture am I that's looking at? Is that during the auction? That's, a, that's in the auction that was sold. Okay, who are these people? That's my sister and her kids. Okay, who's taking the picture, you? No, I did not take that picture. What is this a picture of? Everybody shooting a bird. Who was that sent to? I had no control over what my other sister did. That's my, Who was that's that my sent other sister's. To? It was sent to me, ma'am. Jolene sent that picture to me the other day in the email. Ms. Jolene, I'll just give the floor to you since Ms. Fansway can't seem to answer. Who are the people in the picture? That's my younger sister, her daughter, who's over 18, and her son, who is well under 18 years old. Okay. What are the items that are in the picture? Are these items that you had asked that for? That is my mom. That's one of the ones, yeah. That was my mom's cedar chest. Who sent you that picture? Since the defendant it can't answer that, you answer sister. that. Who sent that to you? Your younger sister. My younger sister. And why did she send you that picture? She says it's where it belongs, and Jean sent me an email saying about it belong. It's right where it belongs to, and that's with her, my younger sister. Okay, so this ended up going to your younger sister, right? Correct. She yes. bought it for what? A dollar? How much did she buy that for in the auction, Ms. Fansway? Forty dollars. Forty dollars, and it ends up going to your younger sister. The person who sent it to you was your younger sister. And where, when did you get an email from the defendant saying it's where it belongs? Shortly after I, I received the one for my sister. All right. So, Ms. Jolene, things were sold at this auction. Very little was made. I don't like it either. I think you're right that Ms. Fansway doesn't like you and didn't want you to have memories of your mother. But what can you point to? that Ms. Fansway did that was contrary to the will or contrary to her fiduciary obligation as executor of the estate. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I've looked at all the documentation. The judge does approve that she 
be the executor, and the judge does close it out and say she's closed it out successfully. So what can you point to specifically that your mom said to do in the will that didn't end up happening? The house got sold. You got a check for 38000 which was her half of the house, right, Ms. Fansway? Yes. Um, <clears throat> I presume you got a check for half of the auction stuff, even though I kind of don't like how that went down. No. The judge no, did approve did, it. and ma'am. Ma'am. <clears throat> I, the court order was that that money had to be used to pay her bills. Okay. You know, I'm unimpressed with how the auction went, but that is a very small part of this estate. I'll tell you what else I'm unimpressed with, Ms. Fansway. Let me ask you about this. What is this? Joe, it's have, your mother. You really need both. to get your head checked. I'm worried about you. From heaven always. I think it's okay, misspelled, it's, remember. No Jean was my, just a second. Jean was my favorite. You make me gag. Or what's she this over this. here? Joe, it's your mother. You are a huge letdown to me. Jean was always my favorite. See you soon. I'm haunting you. These are notes that your sister found in books that she did have. Who wrote those? Yes, and she asked me about those, and I told her I don't know where they came from. Those are not for me because I would not do that because I want nothing to do with her. I don't want to give her any more fire it's kinda to have strange, to contact though. me for anything. It's kind of strange, though, saying Jean is my favorite. You're Jean, right? No, my name is Jeannie, to be honest with you. She always calls me Jean to ir irritate me. Whose handwriting is this? I don't know, ma'am. I'm sorry. It's not mine. Because that's kind of messed up, isn't it? You know, if your position is that your sister's mentally ill, because that is your position, right, Miss Fansway? You're always saying how Jolene is mentally ill? Yes, and that's why I'm telling you. I did not do that. That is not my writing. Because would you agree with me that whoever did do that is a horrible person and there's a special place in hell for them? Because if someone is They're mentally ill, mean. the last thing they should be doing is leaving notes from her dead mother in books for her to find, right? That would be really terrible, whoever did this, right? Okay. You know, Your Honor, I agree, um, but, with you, it, but that's not what this case is about. This is about what. Oh, I'll decide what the case is about. No, no, no. I'll decide okay, what the I'm, case is about. Okay, right? Yes, okay. ma'am, you will. Ms. Jolene, let me ask you a quick okay, case. Stop, Ms. Fansway. Ms. Jolene, is there anything you can point to in the will? that your sister did not obey? Or is there anything that you can point to in her, her disposing of the things that was approved by the court in the end? Anything you can point to that that judge messed up on that I should take a second look at because she violated an obligation as executor of the estate? I'm sorry, I'm just really upset right now. Um, I'm not thinking court. I know you are, and I know what you're upset about is something super profound that has nothing to do with 20-year-old furniture. It's just that I can't handle the stuff you're really upset about. What you're really upset about, if I had a magic wand and I could make siblings who've been on the earth many decades actually reverse and get along, I would do that. But I can't. I don't have that magic wand. The only thing I can do is handle the issues that are in front of me. So, and the issue in front of me, okay? for me to be able to rule is I need you to point out something that she did that violated her fiduciary obligation. Because the auction, which is the only thing that kind of bothers me because I think they were taunting you, and I think it's vicious. But the auction, the, the taunting and the viciousness, you know, as far as we can tell, is the other sister. So other than the fact that there's $1,700 made of which only 200 went to the estate, that in and of itself, even though it, I think it stinks, 
especially when you're selling stuff at $40 to the sister who then shoots a bird at you and said, you know, like that may, that does bother me, but there was an auctioneer involved. So tell me what you can point to that she didn't do right. That things are supposed to be split 50-50? How not? She sold the stuff. You got the 50-50 on the house. Uh, things had to get paid first because there are bills that have to be paid because you don't get 50-50 without having to pay bills. It's 50-50 after the bills are paid. Look, I'm very sorry about the pain that is involved with these three sisters. You know, my inclination is to think that your mother is turning in her grave looking at how this went down after her death. She tried very hard to be so specific about who should get what so that this wouldn't happen. And I have to imagine that if you were all honoring your mother, there wouldn't be this awful stuff happening between people. I've read your emails to your sister. You are not kind, Ms. Fansway. I don't know your frustration, though, about all the years of stuff you have been through. But I do believe when I read her email and your emails that if your position is that she is mentally ill, that you should be kinder. I do believe that. But that is not a legal objection to how she's handled the estate. The probate judge signed off on everything she did. I have taken a second look at everything she did, and I cannot find that there's anything that she did wrong. In a normal relationship, a good sister would say, well, you want this? Then come and get it. I do see emails where she would say to you, okay, I'm going to give you one day, and then you better get a, a trailer and have it that day, because if not, I'm not going to give it. That's not a normal sister-sister relationship. But unfortunately for you, the person in charge is this sister. That's who your mom said. So there's nothing that a court of law can do unless you can point to something that she did wrong. And not only did the probate judge look at it and sign off on it, I've taken another fresh look at it. And I cannot rule in your favor and order her to pay you $10,000 worth of damages because there is no legal obligation to you or to the estate that she violated. My verdict in this case is for the defendant. So in this sister versus sister dispute, the plaintiff who filed for $10,000 gets nothing out of the, the lawsuit. Uh, the uh, the victor was the defendant. So let's talk to Ms. Jolene, who is the plaintiff. Ms. Jolene, how do you feel right now about the outcome of the case? What, what like I failed my mom again. I failed my mom. I didn't get to speak well, with listen, her. I didn't get to spend time with her. I didn't get to be with her when she died. I didn't get to tell her I loved her one more time. I'm so sorry for you, and I know you're very upset, but, you know, it's out of the hands of the court now. They can't fix this, and they can't fix this relationship with you and your sister either. What do you think is going to happen in the future now that your mom is out of the picture between you and your sister? I did never call my sister up and yell at her. I never did that. I would never do that. So she's never got out of puberty, unfortunately, and um, I don't have sisters. I can't do anything about it. Well, I'm very sorry, but that's that's the judge's decision, and uh, obviously that's a decision between you and your sister. Ms. Franzway, let me ask you, now that the court case is over, um, what do you see for the future between you and your sister? Anything? Hopefully nothing. I hope she never contacts me for anything ever again.
Okay, that puts it pretty bluntly, I would say. Uh, I guess that'll bring the end to this case. Here's another session now of After the Verdict. They say that uh, where there's a will, there's a way, Marilyn, but uh, when it comes to trusts and wills, where there's a will, there's relatives. Yep. Right? And, and an executor of a state like the defendant in this case has an obligation, a fiduciary obligation, as you said, to act in the best interest of the estate. And at the end of the day, I guess the plaintiff really couldn't carry the burden of showing that she hadn't. It's very hard. And it's particularly hard when you've already had the probate judge approve of what happened. Right. I mean, uh, the only thing that slowed me down and wanted me to, you know, made me want to take a, an extra minute to look at it is that I really wanted to analyze the behavior of the defendant. Well, you have three daughters. Yeah. I, and they were three sisters, Yeah, I think. And, and it's and, just painful. Oh, what my do you mean God. I have three daughters? You have three daughters, too. <laughs> well, I do, too. Uh, uh, we have three daughters. Right. Um, yeah, it's just painful to watch that because, I, as we tell our kids always, your best friends cradle to grave to right. each other, right? Right. Can you imagine our children doing that to each other? God forbid. Never in a million years. Mm -mm. So Cheyenne wants to know this. Hey, Harvey. Uh, what happens if somebody uh, were to buy a used car off a of Craigslist or Facebook marketplace without it stating it's an as-is sale on the ad? Is it automatically considered to be as-is, or does it have to be explicitly stated? Thanks. Well, um, if it does not say as-is, then you have a right, if the car is not in proper working order, to demand either a partial refund or a full refund. Um, as-is means that you take your chances. And without saying that, uh, tough luck for the seller. Uh, that seller is responsible for selling a good car based on what was represented. And that will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case inside the courtroom. This is the plaintiff, Merle Wellington. She says the defendant is responsible for the loss of her two designer suitcases, and he refuses to take responsibility and pay for them. She can't believe he did this to her and is suing for $2,500, the value of her suitcases. This is the defendant, Charles Thomas. He says the plaintiff is a hoarder, and he helped her find some movers to transport her belongings to her new apartment. After the move, she claimed two suitcases were missing. He didn't take them and owes her nothing. He's accused of stealing. All parties, please use your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff says that her two designer suitcases were stolen by the defendant and he refuses to return them. Now, the defendant, who is a mover, says that he was taking her stuff from one house to another, and he says that she's claiming two bags are missing. Well, he didn't do it. It's the case of, you can't bag that. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. Okay, Ms. Wellington. You are suing your, for, your former realtor, Mr. Thomas, for $2,500 in damages because according to you, the movers that he helped you get stole some luggage from you. Tell me what happened here. On the 30th of July, so when I met with Mr. Thomas, because I needed a two-bedroom apartment. I was moving from a three-bedroom apartment. I told him, well, I'm going to go and get some movers because initially I had spoken to some of the elders of my church and they had agreed to move me. But he said to me, 
oh, don't worry. I have some men that I usually help out. And he mentioned something which I got the impression that he was a pastor or had some church affiliation. So knowing that black churches usually have something like that going on where they help each other. So I said, how much is it going to be? He said $800. And I thought, hmm. Anyway, since how, did, it's a how church, was that figure decided upon before looking at all the stuff she had? Or did you, did, Mr. Thomas, who are these people to you? Are they friends? Are they a completely separate corporation? And all you did was give her their name. How did you get to be so involved in the move? Well, she asked for assistance because it was like a deadline. She was trying to move a humongous amount of property from a three bedroom and to uh, a two bedroom. So I offered her, I don't, I don't recall her saying that her elders are gonna move her or people from her church. Um, we did, um, because I, I am a usher within my church, and um, I, I did bring up some things to let her know that you're safe, because she was elderly, and I didn't want to feel that she would be taken advantage of in any way. So I let her know I've been ushering the same church for more than 15 years, and I'm a pillar of the community. I'm also a school teacher. Um, um, and I'm a realtor. So I just said that, you know what, I got some friends that, you know, I know in the community I can help out because I do a lot of moving as myself. When people ask me for referrals, I said, okay, I can make a phone call, but I place no responsibility. I let her know that I have no responsibility. I can make a call for a friend to help out because she's on a deadline. How did, the, how did the decision get made? I understand, but how did the decision get made that it would be $800? My understanding is that when the oh, movers the people, got there, they the went nuts because it was so much stuff. Right, so yeah, they the saw the stuff. Over. So why were they upset? Oh, yeah, they said, no. They, no, they, they came over. They said, oh, this is a lot because she offered a less amount of money. So um, I guess when it came over... Right, but what I'm not understanding is who said 800 without looking at how much stuff there was? No, they, they did that together. When the people came up to the property, that's when they looked at everything and they told her what it cost. I can't tell what it cost. I'm not a mover. I'm a realtor, right. a licensed realtor. Um, either way, let me ask you a question. There, according to you, the movers stole two pieces of luggage that were designer luggage. What designer were they? I do not know what designer they were. I never knew they were designer until the mover said it when he saw the two pieces of luggage. To me, they were just pieces okay. of luggage. He made that decision. Okay. And I said to him, how do you know? He said, by the quality of the material and the zippers. Okay. I remember so how do you know they're worth $1,500? That's a price I put on it because he said to me, you know how much money you can get for this? And I said, really? And that was the end of the conversation because I was stressed out having to move. And I okay. really didn't so pay much attention So what is your premise? Are you, saying, are you saying that you then found out that the luggage was missing and that they must have stolen it after alerting you to its value? Yes, Your Honor. I saw him leave the apartment with the two pieces of luggage. When I spoke Wait, to him Wait, did you try to stop him? He yeah. was moving my stuff. So he had to move Okay, so when you got to the new apartment and it wasn't there, did you say to him, where's my luggage? I called him and I spoke to him about the luggage. He said, yes, I have it. And I said, why? He said, because you owe me $400. And I said, well, 
how come I owe you $400? I said, I have no more money. The only money coming in is my social security. And since that, I cannot get my suitcases. So then I called okay, Mr. Mr. Thomas. Thomas. What's going on with the suitcases? What's going on Thank with the you. suitcases? Okay, let me explain. Um, when she came to me and she notified me, hey, these young men that you got helped me move, they took some luggage from me. So I called the person up and said, they complained, said you took something from her. And they said, yeah, man. She, she kept she kept saying that she's going to promise us to give us extra more. She kept promising them, you know, to give them more. I, you know, I'm going to take care of you. More what? And then she said. More what? More money? money. More money. More money. Okay. And then, then she started. Hold on. She started. She said. They told me. They. He, he gave. She gave them that luggage. She didn't want it. She gave them that luggage. She gave him that luggage because she couldn't she couldn't use nothing because she couldn't take it where she was going. I know she's part of a conversation. Where's the luggage? I, I called the guy up. Now I'm gonna give it to you. I paid him fifty dollars cash because for some reason I don't I couldn't see. He, she kept saying that she owes me something. Owed you what? I wasn't there. Whatever she was doing, with grievance she was making. She said, "Man, that lady got said she is too much." So I said, "Gave her fifty dollars." I went and got the luggage. Right here's the luggage here. I can show it to you right here. Right, and I googled it because it's supposed to be um, DMI. And then look at this luggage. This, I paid $50 for this. It's got two luggage inside of one. And, and this is from Chinatown or something like that. And I, I had my wife Google it. And if you look at the things, DMI, how's this $1,500? I was kind of upset. And I went back to try to contact her again. There was no response. But for some reason, when I got that notice in the court saying that I'm being taken to court, I, picked, I called, I, I got her file because I wanted to get her file. I got everything she did. I got the listing that I got the apartment for him because I shared with another um, um, agency. And I said, you know what? I'm going to get this done, but I'm going to give her back her luggage anyway. She refused. She wanted me to blame me something for a bed set or something. She, I can't retrieve that. I don't know where it's at or little screws. I, I don't know where the stuff did is you at. Tell her you had the, did you tell her you had the luggage? Yes, and she and she, you know what? She, I contacted her. I wanted to make arrangements to bring it back. She, no, there was no, we had no communication after that. No, there's no communication. There was no. So I'm she not didn't know her. that you had the luggage. Um, let's just say that, to my recollection, I contacted her and I let her know that this luggage is supposed to be some English luggage. I have it here. I have it here. I have it in my possession. When did and you I contact was supposed to make arrangement. Her? Like the two two days or the next day when she told me the guy stole something. Cause I didn't want to lose track of the guys who I used because they they move around. I met him in McDonald's. He I paid him fifty dollars. He gave me the the luggage back. I went home right away and I Googled it. This is this is expensive luggage. And, and she was telling me that was like like fifteen hundred two thousand. Okay, I said, hold but on. But you know where she lives. You know where she lives because right. you got her the apartment. Why didn't you just bring her the right. luggage? Because um, I didn't know, first of all, she's elderly. I didn't know um, her hours, right? Because she has, she's a nurse, I believe, or something. She has, she's retired and she still works or something like that. So, uh, so I, that why was the didn't whole you point. write her a letter, a certified letter or something, and say, I have your luggage? How long have you had the luggage? The day we moved, the day she moved. When she told me that I don't know when stole, that is. She called how me. Long, how long okay. is that? More than six months. Have you had? It's been. 
Six months. How is it that in six yes. months you don't go by and just give her the luggage and get this thing over with? Oh, no. I try, I, I try to contact her, right? I try to contact her. She did not contact. She knows my job. I have a broker. She could have called the office. She could have made a complaint I to my broker. I don't understand. She doesn't uh, know that you paid 50 bucks and got the luggage unless you tell her that you got the luggage for her. Did he ever tell you he had the luggage? No, Your Honor. When I spoke... Oh, okay, so this if she did, I'm Nick, asking you to just prove to I me that you told her. Okay. He did not. Okay. Okay. All it's, right. a, it's, a, All right. it's a luggage. It's yeah. a luggage that I went out on my limb to get back for her. Yeah, and I realized, hold on, I'm doing all this work. She had me doing every zip, 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 find apartment, zip, zip, zip. I know. That's why everything. you have done so much that I don't understand why you didn't drop off the luggage at her house and then be done with it and have her sign that, something. No, wait. Mm. That, that's my apology. I think I did attempt that, but she was, mm. wasn't there. If a car wasn't there, well, she wasn't there. I, I, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Every time I ask you oh, what you've done, it's like, I think I called her. I probably called her. Now it's, I think I drove by. You would remember if you drove by. Mr. Thomas, return the luggage to Miss Wellington that belongs to Ms. Wellington. That's all we need mm -hmm. to have done. There's not going to be punitive damages. I have no idea yes, how this got so hairy. I don't know how it became a lawsuit. I do know you keep saying, well, she forgets things and she's elderly. Well, that may be. I'm elderly and I forget things too. But I'll tell you what. If you went and paid 50 bucks for that luggage, I'm surprised you didn't just finish that circle and just deliver the luggage because we wouldn't be here wasting our time if you had. That's what I'm trying so to tell you. We're gonna I make tried a to do that. She avoided me. She avoided me. I she don't understand how she can avoid you. She's living at an address that you mm -hmm. provided. You're the one who, you're the realtor. Right. You know where she moved into. Drive there well, at 8 o'clock at night. I bet you she's going to be there, right? Kind uh, of easy, right? Okay, uh, Is uh, it a far drive? Maybe that's why. Is it a far drive yeah, or something? In, what would be the... Well I, I, well, I live in Long Island. It's not a far drive. She lives in Queens. My whole point is that I try... Oh, I know how everybody in the boroughs always pretends that they're talking about from one country to another. That's, you know. <laughs> no, I tried several attempts. I was just unable okay. to get at her. All righty. Well, you could drive by, but here's the thing. Nobody who lives yes. in Long Island wants to drive, drive to Queens. Unless, of course, you have some other realty business in Queens. But in six months, that never happened? All right. Here's what's going to happen. As far, I rule in your favor, Ms. Wellington, that you're entitled to the luggage. We're going to make arrangements after we conclude this, this trial for the luggage to Absolutely. get to you. That's Absolutely. my verdict. All righty, everybody. Good luck, and thank you very much. Thank you. So the plaintiff is going to win this case. She's not getting $2,500. She's getting the luggage back because Mr. Thomas still has it. <laughs> Let's talk to him. Mr. Thomas, how do you feel about the outcome of this case? You're not surprised, are you, at all? No, no. I, I've been dealing with this person, and um, everything out of her mouth was always changing up. If she told you $50 uh, uh, when you did something, it came to 25 Everything always changed, but when I went to got the luggage, I realized, oh, is she trying to scam scam me or scam the movers and stuff like that? And, and she gave them, she, 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 they told me she gave them the luggage because she didn't need it no more. Okay, you will see that she gets the luggage. The court's going to make sure you... you absolutely, you, right? absolutely. All right, Ms. Wellington, let me ask you a quick question. <laughs> Are you surprised that he still has it? I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I mean... I don't, he should be a lawyer. He should be a lawyer. He's very good at lying. It's nothing of the case. That man never had the suitcases. 
Apparently, he went and got them from his buddy when he got the summons to appear in court. He's never called me. Why would he call me for this, to give me the cases? And I would go through all this process to sue. Well, congratulations. You're getting the suitcases back. Finally. Thank you. Thank you, <laughs> well, sir. Well, let's see what the judges say about this. Time for another edition of After the Verdict. Sometimes it seems no good deed goes unpunished. <laughs> and Mr. Wellington, in this case, it looks like he really was just trying to help out an elderly neighbor. I think that was your take on it, wasn't it? Yeah, not really. No. <laughs> yeah, there's a little baggage to his story. I think there's a little baggage there. I, I don't know. If she, if she really did give him the 800, I think right. maybe he was getting a cut or I don't know. You really think those bags are worth more than Oh, 50 no, those bags. I think, I think if he paid 50, he I don't that. know. I don't know. Actually, they're in very good condition. But uh, so I, I have no idea what they're worth. But TMI uh, is not some famous. No, design. I think TMI is a zipper. I'm not I'm sure. Blake from Boulder, Colorado wants to know this. Hey, Harvey, this whole state to state quarantine thing, how does it work? Is it by the honor system? Well, that's interesting. Um, it is by the honor system right now because there is no federal law requiring this kind of self-quarantining. Obviously, Joe Biden is going to become president in January, uh, but there's no evidence there will be a federal national mandate. And because of that, it is done city by city, state by state. So you have to look at where your state is, where your city is, and that's what you have to abide by. That'll do it for this case, and we will see you next time.